Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Talk it! Talk it! Talk it! Come on, you yellows Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore, we'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. Welcome to a Yellow Army podcast on a foul day on the English Riviera. We have a yellow warning of rain and it's pouring down. I wonder outside. what you were going to say then. Pouring. Pouring. Yes, mate. It's also the other as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Funnily enough, when we went into Gary Johnson's press conference an hour ago or however long it was, it was okay. It was yeah, we'd dry. had a little bit of rain, but it was yeah. it stopped and it was dry. and yeah. By the time we came out, it's absolutely torrential. But he also said that there was terrible conditions on the drive down from Bristol. Bad day. But um, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. What could possibly What have you on? lost? Oh, yeah, your, your notebook. notebook. Yeah. So... We have much to discuss, as ever. Don't we? A very disappointing defeat on Saturday. Mm-hmm. A rather more encouraging draw, which was still a little nil-nil at Farnborough. Let's yeah, get it into perspective. Not good enough, yeah. But in the context of the last dozen games... Well, I think in the context of the last dozen, dozen games, a nil-nil draw is probably not good either, you know? Well, maybe not. <laughs> in maybe the context not. of the half dozen games, you wanted a 2-0 win. But the optimist in you thinks, okay, we've <clears> gone and got a point away from home and kept a clean sheet. The, the point only meant that we dropped another two points <laughs> uh, away, further away from the playoffs because we, we started the day five points away from the playoffs and finished the day seven points mm. away from the playoffs. So although we went up, bizarrely, we went up a place. And we've got, I mean, we keep saying that these are must-win games coming around every Saturday, but they, the, the must gets bigger, doesn't it? Yeah. Bigger type every week. The win gets smaller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've just, uh, <coughs> as you'll hear in the press conference in a few moments, we talk about the two points a game mm-hmm. for the rest of the season mm-hmm. being pretty much the minimum. And we've not been able to do that, really. No. No. We haven't. We have. There is a graph that we do that uh, that I've got somewhere on my computer, which has a two point line and a one point line, and we've slumped. Yeah. We're closer to the one point a game than we were. Before. Anyway. Yeah. Statistics. Let's have a listen to uh, Gary Johnson's press conference, at which he's asked um, questions by several people. Uh, you'll hear him talk about getting players back from injury. You'll hear him talk about the AP game. You'll also hear him talk about the proposed yellow card protest yes on saturday yes which will be interesting so uh, without further ado let's get over to the press conference and we'll be back on the other side of gary johnson so gaffer two games two very different performances um, never really got going at braintree but on tuesday night at farnborough we saw a really dogged and, and a performance where they dug in just missing the goal yeah we had a uh, two or three good 
opportunities, as they did, of course. And, um, and I felt that we defended doggedly and uh, with, a, with a bit of passion and a bit of desire, which was, which was good. Um, it was important to get like a nil against, so we changed our shape slightly and um, it turned out quite a feisty, um, battling performance. Uh, both teams were, were, were a part of that. So it was, um, yeah, we'd, we'd like to have come, obviously come away with a win. But uh, in the end we've drawn and it, it just means that uh, you know, we need to get a couple of wins now and, and get back on, uh, on the bike. Both games saw returns from injury and long-term injuries of Kevin Dawson. Uh, Aaron Jarvis started on Tuesday night and Jack Stobbs returned. Um, so good to have them coming into these last 13 games now and very key and important players. Yep, um, and the, you know, the more they play, the, the, the quicker they'll, they'll, they'll get their uh, proper fitness back. Uh, but what you saw was the quality that those players have got and uh, the experience that those players have got. There was a lot more talking amongst their team, there was a lot more uh, encouragement in the, amongst the team. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's, it's good to get them back, absolutely. We've been saying that for a long, long time now. And uh, certainly enough games to, uh, to still Put up a put up a fight and and get ourselves a chance of those uh, playoffs that we say every week, and I still maintain that because it's a lot of people will see it as impossible. Um, we don't, players don't, and uh, you know we just need a, uh, a a group that can you can pick every week because they're going well every week and no injuries and no suspensions. But uh, you know I mean, Danzy will keep. Keep fighting, keep pushing, and um, hopefully we can get a couple of wins that will settle things down. Tuesday night also gave the Yellow Army their first chance to see Ronnie Nelson in action. Looked good, clean sheet on his debut, so um, all, all good from his perspective. Yeah, he played well. <coughs> Had a couple of half opportunities due to his six foot five uh, size. Um, I thought the uh, Austin played well as well. I was unlucky not to get his goal. Keeper made a fantastic save. Uh, so yeah, that was nice that uh, the lads now have seen him in the game and can trust him. Um, this is Ronnie, of course, I didn't know about Ronnie before. And i um, happy that you know, people like Jarves and, and Stobbsy, uh, you know, like people that are your stalwarts from last year's end of the season games. Um, and now and Dawson are now sort of gradually coming back. Any injury updates? Have we still got a few on the, on the list? Any uh, updates on Ollie and, and Finlay? Um, Ollie's probably going to be available. Um, we just, he's just got to tick off a couple of boxes uh, in the next couple of days. And um, Finn, unfortunately, is, um, is injured. And uh, you know, he'll be a few weeks out, unfortunately. Moving on then to this Saturday, uh, another big game at Playmore, a uh, chance for the Yellow Army to, to raise it and, and get behind the boys in what's going to be a very tricky fixture. Avely, uh, Klepp crawled back into the uh, playoff places on Tuesday night with a, a win over Maidstone. So um, a, a lot to think about. Yeah, of course. I mean, the, the, the thing that we've got to think about is the performance on the pitch. 
Uh, that's the, the main thing that we need to concentrate on. And uh, you know, everything else is uh, sub substantial, that's probably not the right word. But um, you know, we've got to give a performance on the pitch uh, so that the, the, the surround enjoys their experience on the day. Um, and that's what we keep expressing to the boys, that we're, a, you know, we're an entertainment business. And, uh, and we've said that a few times. And you've got to go and give what you've got, as much as you've got and bring the footballer in, out in you. Um, we certainly had the passion and desire at, uh, in the last game and um, you know, hopefully we can uh, give that good performance as in football-wise. You know, like, and we showed some good touches and some you know, good moments um, in the last game and uh, we need to do that again and we need to you know, show, show our best game. Do you feel you've turned a bit of a corner with that uh, performance and result at Farnborough? Well, I don't know, you, you've got to do more than just a draw, to, you know, turn around, uh, turn everything round, but um, to step in the right direction, as in no goals against, um, and if you can keep that going and then take your opportunities that come, which we had, um, then a one nil result would be a, a great result away from home at Farnborough. So um, it wasn't to be, we had a couple of headers and we had a couple of other situations that could have got us a goal, but um, it's a start that you've, you know, you've kept them to a few long range shots and um, they had a, a couple of chances that we had enough numbers there. A lot of shots were outside the box that we blocked. Mark come up with a couple of saves that he needed to make. So, um, yeah, all in all, you know, we, we were pleased, but it, it's not something to scream and shout about just yet because you've got to do both. You've got to keep a clean sheet and you've got to score goals. You've slipped a little away from the playoff places. I mean, looking at the rest of the season now, are you approaching the stage where you're needing perhaps two points from every game, if you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, and that's probably about, about right, if not more. Um, but you've, you know, while you, <clears throat> there's a lot more teams, uh, and not, not a lot, more, but there's teams below us that still half believe that if they put a run together, they, they can make it. So everything's going to be competitive for the next six, seven games, if you like, and then uh, then you'll see after that who, who's in it, who's out of it, and as the weeks go by, a couple of teams drop out because they can't make it. Um, so we've got to work very hard to be in the uh, be in with a shout with five or six games to go. The fans are talking about having a yellow card protest on Saturday. You know, bearing in mind you could be three 0 up or whatever against Avery. I mean, does that help really? That that sort of thing. Well, you'd rather it wasn't that way. Um, <clears throat> you'd, you'd, you'd rather that. Um, uh, I don't know what the yellow card. Uh, you know, I, think it, I think it shows a general discontent with where the club is at the oh, moment. Yeah, no, obviously, but there. I don't know where the yellow car comes in. But anyway, you know, people are, have had their opinion for a few weeks and we can't stop them and you, you wouldn't want to stop people having their opinions, you know, they're supporters of a football club. But um, we've just got to do our job, you know, we've got to do our job on the pitch and that's what we'll, we'll do and, um, you know, be sad that that's happening. 
around and people feel like that way. But um, you know, I think people that were at the farm again, from the people that we spoke to, um, seemed to be quite happy with the, the effort that went in. And hopefully, whether the yellow cards are there or not, we don't want people to give up just yet on the lads because it's much better to support them and you will see a lot more confidence and ability if they're being supported, which by some they are. But, uh, you know, we've had these little protests, these protests over the last two or three weeks. And of course, to answer the question, it doesn't help, but we're not using that as an excuse for us. We've got to do the job and if we do the job, then uh, we'll see how it pans out. How difficult has it been for you personally? Because, I mean, you've gone from King Gary, the man who led them out of the National League South, he came within a whisker of taking talking to the Football League. Now some of the fans are calling for you to abdicate almost. <laughs> abdicate. Uh, yeah. Um, well, it, it's not nice. We've spoken about it for the last few weeks, haven't we? And it's not nice, but you know, what do you do? It's, it's, uh, I've, I've been here a long time now, and... Uh, feel you feel that responsibility and you want to turn it around and that's how I've always um, coped in football and obviously you don't get the success without um, believing and being a, a, a stayer if you like as far as you believe that you can turn it around um, who's that? Oh, it's a vending machine lady. <laughs> Sorry, if it, if, it, if, it, if, it was, if it was one of the lads, he weren't playing Saturday. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, so excuse that. Uh, more noise when I'm talking, <laughs> on time at work. But it's, um, yeah, we, we, you know, we, we really have um, got to just, if you've got that in your mind, we'll be coaching like that. And, to the lads and then they'll get that in their minds but we're just trying to keep it bright um, we've had a half a decent result so now we need to you know say to them look let's work from that and and put in a a performance like you had with a little bit more potency if you like but um don't worry about me i'm sort of like been there done it and seen it through and um Sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's a negative, but you've got to do your job while you're, uh, you know, while you're in it. Brilliant. Thank you, Gary. No problem. Squad-wise, you've got Kevin Dawson coming back in, Aaron Jarvis, Jack Stubbs back on the fringes again, uh, Ollie Tomlinson getting fit again. Obviously, you'll be without Asa still and Tom Lapsley still suspended. But how close are you to that team that you had in mind early in the season now? We're a lot closer, that's for sure. Um, I mean, don't get the club, you know, that, that, that team got more than two points per game at the end of last season. Um, and then just unbelievably and unluckily, I know we have to say this, but they're facts, that we, we, we haven't been able to play that team since the end of last season. Um, and the club you know, uh, took a chance uh, and had the belief in that group to do well at this level. Um, unfortunately, due to the long-term long injuries and people that didn't make it, more than half that uh, team haven't played, that played at the end of last season. So, 
it's been a difficult one because you're having to mix and match. You have to bring in people, you have to move out people, you know, all that sort of stuff. And it's been a bit bitty um, because of uh, not having those players available to us. But as you say, to answer the question, yes, it is um, coming back as far as those players are concerned. And uh, hopefully we, we've, we've, they'll all be back early enough to make a challenge. And you will be missing Tom Lapsley this week. Yeah. The suspension there. Yeah. I mean, um, that's you kind of mentioned in your post-match interview that was almost typical Tom, wasn't he? He wanted to get the game going. He wanted, you know, he's um, he's a wholehearted part of the squad, isn't he? Absolutely, on and off the field. You know, we got some good leaders, but you want them around on match days as well. And he's he, he's another one that's had a few injuries over the over the season. Um, but um, no, you want him in your team, so obviously if he's not in the team, you, you've got to find someone else to, to do the job. And that's what we've been, what we've been doing. But um, you know, with, with a couple of them that are, uh, are back involved, then uh, hopefully we can, for this one game, you know, cover for, for laps because of his suspension. He took a little, little knock as well, so it might be that uh, he might not have played any, anyway. We've been sort of already thinking about who's going to take his place. I was just going to ask about Will JD, if that's right. And he's scoring goals, but every time I sort of listen on the radio or I watch, he always seems to be in there creating chances, coming close to scoring goals. How important is that to get goals from midfield, someone else contributing to, to the scoring? <laughs> Absolutely, very, it's very important, and he's done really well for us. I mean, he, he's ever since you know he's been here, and then he, he got injured, so we didn't have him for a, a long time, and he had to go back to Plymouth. Then he came back again. Um, he's been a very, very good player for us as a young lad. He took on the responsibilities. Um, he has got goal in him, like you say. His uh, work rate stats on the GPS. Uh, unbelievable. He's probably the most uh, athletic, uh, the high speed runs, um, the distance covered in a game astounds every time, even if it's Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. So he's a, he's a real good athlete and that's, you know, that's what you're going to need. Um, now we've got him and he's, he's had a few games now since coming back and so uh, we should be seeing the, the best of him uh, right now. I know they're different players, but a little bit of echoes of Adam Randall, really. And yeah. That we've got a boy from Plymouth and he's flourishing in our environment, which I've got a lot to be pleased about. Well, you'd like to think so. And to be fair, they do thank us for, for what we did with uh, you know their players when we loan them, especially, obviously, Adam Randall. And um, you know, they, you know they, they couldn't sell him for a few millions right now. So. I know they've played a big part in it, but we played a little part in it as well. I don't know whether we get commission on that, I don't think that counts. <laughs> that counts. But, um, but Will's the same, and you know, if we can, we've, we've got clubs that trust us um, and, uh, and come to us and say, have you seen this player that's playing for us? Would you, you know, would you like to give him the experience you'd give the others? And if we think they're good enough, I keep looking over there, there's Downsy sitting there. Um, if they're good enough, then yes, of course, we, we have to turn some down as well. We're not like a development club for 
you know, these clubs. But if we think it's going to help us, and we've had some great loans that have gone on and done well, and there's a lot of them playing in the league now and in, at their clubs. So um, <clears throat> it's good when, a, uh, when it comes off that we, we help, they help us and we help them, whether it's Plymouth, Southampton, Bournemouth, you know, the teams that we've, Bristol, um, that we've used uh, a lot in the past. So, good, uh, good chat with Gary this morning. Interesting uh, team news, interesting talking about returning players, but very interesting talking about the planned protest. Yes. Uh, let's deal with that first. We believe um, that the Supporters Trust and some other organisations, including yeah. the Talkie Talk podcast, uh, are planning a yellow card protest. The, apparently, uh, cards will be handed out outside the ground for people to pick up and take in and show their uh, dissatisfaction. Dissatisfaction. Let's say. Um, at, at the board. Yeah. Not necessarily the manager, because Nick Broderick, every time I speak to him, wants to emphasise that this isn't about the manager, it's about the way the club is being run. Mm -hmm. Now, I suppose you could. You know, after I don't think you can separate the two. At the I don't moment. think you can separate right. the two, and I, it's becoming more blurred as we go. Um, so I think it would be naive to, to for, for anyone to claim that that the protest on Saturday isn't against Gary Johnson as well, because it, it probably is, mm. or it will be if if things aren't going well on the pitch. Yeah. It will become that. I I um, put the the quotes piece that I put in the on Devon Live and in the. Well, it's on Devon Live. Uh, it said it was a it's like a the Gary Johnson out bandwagon is speeding up, and it is. It's it's three weeks ago. You still had people saying, "I still believe in him." I'm not hearing that anymore. No, uh, and I think a, an awful lot hinges on the performance yeah. on Saturday, the result on Saturday. Avely are ahead of us now. Yeah. Um, you know, there we uh, we don't think we can catch them. There, a gap is opening, as you yeah. say. A gap is opening between us and the other teams chasing the playoffs. Well, we've got to win three games to get back in the playoffs. Yeah. No matter what all the other teams above us do. And we've got more games away than we've got at home. I mean, if the yeah. other teams win, it's more than three. It's not more than seven points. Yeah. Sorry, let me say that again. We've got to win seven points uh, more than the teams above us to get back into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, you know. It's a tall order, and it starts on Saturday. Yeah. And. Um, it's it's an it's a must win game. It's a horrible cliche to keep using, but if we don't win on Saturday, then if we don't win on Saturday, I would expect the board to have a serious think. Yeah, because um, the pressure is going to be immense on Saturday with the protest. And, yes, it is. Yeah, and yeah. I know that Gary has always said he won't be going anywhere, and I don't think he will. And the board have always backed him, but at some point. The tension has got to break, hasn't it? Mm. I think Gary said uh, during the press conference two or three weeks ago now, we have to start winning football yeah. matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, we and we're not. We're not. Let's have a chat about We've the games. We've won one this year. Played. Oh, no. <laughs> and that was Dover. Yeah. And that wasn't a particularly uh, no convincing performance either. Uh, the Rare Breed Meat Company Stadium last Beautiful. Saturday. Yeah, um, I mean... <laughs> I didn't mention the match report. I should have done, but I mean, yeah, what a, what a name for a stadium. Not a place for us veggies to go, Rich. No, it's not. I wonder what the catering's like. <laughs> well, I hope it's rare breeds. I mean, otherwise it's misinformation, it isn't is. it? <laughs> uh, Braintree 1, Talker United 0. 
Uh, a very, very disappointing defeat. Nothing good really came out of that. The no. highlights, even the highlights <clears throat> reel on YouTube was pretty grim. Aaron, uh, Aaron Dawson, Kevin Dawson coming back was probably yeah. the, the, the best thing of the day. Um, you know, he's not got, obviously, 90 minutes in him yet because he was hauled off quite early in the second half yeah. of the game against um, Farnborough. But uh, certainly him being around... He's got to make a difference. Yeah. If he's fit, he's got to yeah. make a difference because he is a good, solid, experienced yeah. leader on the pitch, yeah. which was what we've been lacking. Uh, he became the 37th player to pull on a Talker United shirt this season. Hugh Dawson? Yeah. there has been 38 then. Because Ronnie Nelson... Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. no, Ronnie Nelson already counts because he'd been on the subs bench. Oh, you do it. You do, do it. it all yeah. The only two of those 37 who haven't actually played are step forward Charlie Wills and Harvey Coggins. I'm going to I'm going to say that I don't think if you don't get on the pitch, you shouldn't be counted in that. Oh, I'll have to change all my yeah. stats now. <laughs> the sending off of Tom Lapsley was a strange one. Mm. So, let's go through it all again. Because, yeah, you, because on the yeah, day... Yeah. Um, it's the, the uh, listening to the the commentary. It sounded like Lapsley had gone in. Well, we know that Lapsley went in, raided their box to get the ball back quicker than they were uh, the, dug out. Into dug the out technical area, yeah, yeah, to get the ball yeah. back quicker than um, they were going to give it. So we understand Tom Lapsley. That's a Lapsley thing. He'd come off the yeah. pitch. He was yeah. he was warming down. Uh, that's what happened. Um, at the time, it looked like the referee had given him a yellow card. Mm-hmm. And then a red card. Yeah. Um, and there was a bit of confusion because no one had... He hadn't been booked, as far no. as anyone was concerned, on the pitch during the game. Later on, the story changed, and I can't remember where I read it, but I think it was the official site, where it was said that Lapsley was given a straight red. Yes. Um, for, for and the yellow, and well. the yellow yeah. was for their coach. Yeah. So therefore it was a straight red. And we all thought it was three going to be games. a three-match ban three games. for violent conduct. Now, talking after, we'd, 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 um, we'd talked to Gary and Aaron this afternoon, well, this morning, talking to them afterwards. It turns out that Tom had already been booked when Alfie Pavey was uh, sent off. Yeah. Um, uh, which game was it? That's Braintree. So when Alfie Pavey was sent off early on, we were playing. There's another point about that game is we were playing against ten men. Yeah. But when he was sent off early on, Tom was also yellow carded during that particular moment. It was a it was a, a foul on Ross Marshall for arguing with the ref. Now, yeah. the referee didn't make that very clear at the time, so no one really saw that yellow card. Then, when he was a substitute raiding their dugout, he was shown. A second, second yellow, yellow, a red, but there was also a second yellow. There was also a yellow for their member of staff. So it's so confusing. But at the end of the day, it was a second yellow followed by a red. One game. You will only miss one game. It's a one-game yeah. ban. So it's the Avery game. And of course, miss. what confuses it even more is, is at our level, there's a there's a seven-day wait before the suspension starts. That is confusing. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. So he won't miss the trip to Weymouth. No, no, he didn't miss. No, he didn't. Well, he didn't miss Farnborough. He will he, miss. He will Averley, miss Averley, and then he'll be back and for Weymouth. Back for Weymouth. Yeah. yeah. And we, as we've said many times on this podcast, Torquay play better when Tom Lapsley's in the team. Well, that used to be the case. <laughs> he has been playing during this terrible Ima- Ima- run. Imagine how we'd be yeah. playing without. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's probably 
that's probably all we need to say about the Braintree game. Yep. Now the Farnborough game, uh, you saw on the stream. I was in the Guildhall at Exeter where Judge Jeffries presided over the bloody assizes. I was watching an Exeter City Council meeting, Lovely. so I was unable to watch the stream. Was Judge Jeffries there? Uh, he might well have been. He might well the have ghost been. of Judge Jeffries yeah. uh, would have been there. I've seen the highlights, and the highlights make it look quite a decent yeah, game. Yeah, it wasn't. It was better. I mean, yeah. I, I I think I I introed my match report with you know at least they played with some drive and determination. Yeah. But they didn't score a goal. The defence was a lot stronger. He played free at the back, so Ronnie Nelson uh, made his debut yeah. uh, alongside Ross Marshall and um, Austin, Booth. Austin Booth in yeah. a back three, mm -hmm. which is a back three is what Gary was playing during the successful times of these, this season. Yeah, and so um, we had Arkell, Jude Boyd, and Dean Moxie. Dean as Moxie as, wing as, as a wing backs. Well, uh, uh, as a yeah. wide, wide midfield yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Interesting formation worked, mm -hmm. I think. Um, the, 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 the strikers did well. They, they they got up there and got themselves some chances. Um, no, none of those clear cut chances fell to Jarvis. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> uh, it's just one of those times when uh, you know uh, they fell to people who should have done better. Now McGavin had a McGavin was unlucky with a with a, with a volley. Yes, um, I saw that one. Saw that one. Um, yeah. Dwayne Aforiachi and Pong should have scored with a very, very, very late header, which would have given us a one one nil. Austin win. Booth nearly got an Austin, absolute scream as well. Didn't Booth nearly yeah. scored a scream. Will Je Jenkins Davis had yeah. one that didn't didn't work. So we should have won it. Um, At least we had some shots. We had some shots. We've, we've Scoring goals has not necessarily been no the problem. It's been defending in the in, in this bad run. We suddenly it swapped around and we didn't score any goals. We haven't scored for over three hours, have we? <coughs> Is that we've right? Two, we've, well, we've got two yeah, um, yeah. two games yeah. where we haven't scored. Yeah. Um, we'll need we'll need plenty on Saturday. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, so the plus points: Kevin Dawson uh, starting at Farnborough. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Jarvis starting. Yeah. Jack Stobbs, Jack Stobbs on the bench coming on. He looked all right on. when he came on. Yeah. I think he probably you wanted him to try and go around a few people, and it didn't quite happen. Uh, but he did put in a couple of good crosses that no one was there for. But it's yeah. You, know, you want Jack Stubbs in your team. You do. Um, I, I, it does make you wonder the hamstring injury that he pulled up within the Weymouth game. I think mm -hmm. it was. Mm -hmm. Maybe he just pulled up at the right time because he hasn't been out for all that long for a hamstring injury. Well, so, it was it was a lot better than they they, they yeah. thought it was going to be. Uh, they thought he might be out to, for the season at one point. But. So perhaps being 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 an athlete, he knew when the right time was yeah. that it's gone. Yeah. I just need to get off the pitch now. Uh, Ronnie Nelson looked decent. Is he six foot five? Is he? Is he, is he a giant? Is he giant amongst men? <laughs> um, looked decent. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, this is, and of course we've got Ollie Tomlinson to come back into that defence as well. Apparently he'll be ready for next week. So you've or got Saturday. Marshall, Moxie, Nelson, Tomlinson. You've got quite a, quite a lot of defenders available yeah. all of a sudden. When we when at times we've had four to fit into those yeah. four places, and we've had to throw Callum Thomas in. Yeah. I mean, Callum Thomas is a good player, don't get me wrong, but Callum Thomas maybe didn't quite have the experience needed to, you know, to sustain a long run. Especially in that, in that St Albans game, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, we're beginning to get to the point where, as we hinted at in the press conference, Gary is getting towards He's got two team. players out injured at the moment, yeah. and that is um, Finney Krask, who is a little way, way away, yeah. and Ollie Tomlinson, who could be back on Saturday. So we could... Asa, Asa Hall. Oh, and Asa Hall, of course, yeah. 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 But 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could have a pretty strong team. We're getting what I was trying to get at in the press conferences when Gary was sitting on the beach in Marbella or wherever he was in the summer and he scribbled his team down on the back of a beer mat or whatever. Yeah. He's getting pretty close to that team now. Well, he said in the in, in the interview today, didn't he, that, that and he's, he's always at pains that he doesn't want to sound like he's making excuses because mm. it's a poor run and it's a poor run and you can't defend that. But... Um, the team that he was saying that the team that he had at the end of last season that went on that run that almost saved them from from relegation is the team that he wanted to play this season yeah and he's rarely been able to play that well he hasn't he hasn't had Dawson until now no. um, a lot of the times he's been missing Asa Hall been missing Tom Lapsley been missing you know uh, Jack Stobbs all of those players yeah were key, key parts of that team have all been missing and he's never really been able to play that team now for the, for the first time this Saturday he might be able to play a close approximation of that team mm. um, the Nico Lawrence was, was a defender in that team so, so he isn't there so, but, and, but, and the, the other key ingredient to that team that's missing is Frank Nuble yeah, yeah Frank was uh, yeah I mean Frank scored a couple of decent goals, but the work that he got it's forth work, was... Work rate and, and, work, and his physical presence up there. Yeah. Now, Dwayne Afori Achampong is that kind of player. Yeah, he um, didn't have a great game. He's on, not quite a Frank He player. didn't have a great game on Saturday, sorry, Tuesday night, and he did miss a terrible header at the yeah. end. Yeah, but, I mean, you, you can You, you can wanted see. that header to fall to Jarvis. But maybe it will. Uh, yeah. Saturday, you know, you've got to go... Let's, let's not forget, Jarvis played 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's true. And Dawson didn't, you say? Yeah. Dawson, Kevin Dawson, Dawson came off, off early in the second half. Uh, I think it was literally just, he's getting back to, you You wouldn't be playing Kevin Dawson now if you didn't need to. No. Uh, and I think Gary's comment after the game, suddenly we look a bit more like ourselves. Mm. We're clutching at straws here, we're the glass half full, but mm. that's, you kind of think, well, Gary did say some weeks ago, judge us when we've got our full team back together yeah. again. Now I think is the time when we now need to. Judgment this, day. this is it. Yeah, yeah this is judgment this day. This is it. Are you get. You're going to call this podcast Judgment Day. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I struggled for names for the last two, so thank, yeah. thankfully this this week you've just given me one. Well, so, I mean that's it's a fair comment as well. Mm. He says, "Judge us when we've got all our players back." Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Avely stand in our way. Then and Avely, of course, aren't aren't an easy side. So Avely, who? Yeah. As you said, don't remind of me of that. Every <laughs> who? Um, we played them on September the second. Beat them two one. No, we didn't. We no, lost. We two lost one two one. Up yeah. There. yeah. Uh, Brad Ash got the goal up there. They're currently ninth on fifty two points. We're eleventh on forty six. Yeah. So, like you say, the gap is opening slightly. Yeah. Yeah. We need to win some games before we even get into the playoffs. We do. If we don't get into the playoffs, it's going to be an absolutely disastrous season. Yeah. I didn't think that we would be at this point where we were considering not getting in the playoffs. No. And also, um, where Gary Johnson twice now has used the term, it's not impossible for us to get back I into know, the playoffs. Yeah. Significant, that, isn't that it? Is, that is a yeah. change of tune from him. Because I got quite complacent. I was thinking, we'll finish second or third. I wasn't expecting us from quite early on in the season to beat Yeovil, who incidentally have now won our little South 29 points ahead of us. Yeah. I know, but I thought we'd be second or third. When we went up last last time we were in this division, we, we lost four games. Mm. We've lost 14. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, oh God, it's 
been awful. But there we go. Um, Gary said quite a few times earlier in the season that this division is is tougher than the one that they won uh, in what year was it? Two thousand and seventeen. Yeah. It? Um, uh, eighteen. 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 Um, I'm not convinced. Oh, nineteen. Yeah. Um, no, you think it's no, still? I, th- I, I think our players are worse. I don't think yeah. it's a division that's better. I think it's us that are worse. If you look at the team that we had with Jamie Reed, Rory Keating yeah. in it. Um, Ben Winter, I'm just trying yeah. to Ben yeah. Gehring, no Ben Gehring, no, yeah, um, but yes, I think it probably was man for man, pound for pound, a better team. Ben Gehring was playing for Woking, wasn't yes, he? He was, was yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think pound for pound, man to man, it was a better team, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna that. look, look at what the t- I'm gonna pick a team from that season and, and, and try and find a, a, a similar team, yeah, and see, see, see what the two teams were. I think you're probably right. There's one player who may well be playing for Avery, but they I mean they do have a pretty high turnover in their squad. Well a couple of interesting players. They've got a lad called Frankie Terry, who is John's nephew. I looked him up. Is He's he? not son of John, he's nephew of John. And they've got Chris Regis. Have they? Who we had. We signed him well, Gary Howes signed him. Um Didn't. <coughs> at the beginning of the National League South season. <coughs> He'd been at Port Vale. Right. He'd kind of fallen out of favour with the manager at Port Vale. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got that frog in my throat again. You have, haven't you? <coughs> I, think, I think that's got it. Um, he only played nine games for us uh, up until November. He scored one goal in the 7 0 FA Cup. He threatened to be a superstar and ended up being a bit of a damp squib. He was. Yeah. He never quite delivered, did he? No. Yeah, he's got all the physical attributes. He's a big lad, strong, fast, uh, but didn't do it for us a bit of a handful off the pitch I heard it as well Well, you you get the feeling I didn't hear sorry you get the feeling when Gary came in he said quite early on that he was going to have to clear some players out and he was one of the first and Chris Regis was one of the first to go so it'll be interesting to see if he does turn out for Averley on Saturday what kind of performance he puts up but there you go Uh, their last six games Torquay's last six games one none drawn one lost five Averley won three drawn two lost one yeah it's going to be make that what you will form 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 readers I mean they are part timers they will be as we speak today they'll be teaching or accounting or whatever part time footballers do (laughs) indeed who knows what they do we ought to try and find out uh, and that will lead to an assumption amongst Torquay fans that we ought to hammer them. Yeah, and then that's been the assumption all, all season. Well, that's not necessarily it the case. It doesn't work. No. It just doesn't work that way. Uh, even if we win, we'll still be 11th yep. after Saturday because there's a four-point gap to Slough in 10th mm. now. So again, third or fourth <coughs> time we've mentioned it, the gaps are opening. We need to close them and we need to close them now. Yeah. Um, let's talk for a minute about Thursday night games. Yes. I think we're going to have one. I think we're bound to have one. Well, I think we're going to have one against uh, either... (laughs) I know what you're going to say. Truro or Taunton. Which then won't happen. Well, if you look at the weather outside... So, so Saturday there was one postponement in the... the, uh, Was it Tuesday night? uh, It was Taunton-Maidstone, wasn't it? Yeah. Tuesday night? Uh, I can't remember. But the the last time we played... Last time they were supposed to play at home, it was again postponed. Um... And either this can't continue they, because they've got so many sharing. games. Yeah, because they're ground sharing, yeah. one or other of them is meant to be at home on Saturday. Yeah, and not with this happen. weather, it's not going to happen. So there's another postponement. Yeah, 
I assume that'll be another postponement. Yeah, it's it's nuts. We're already having to play the away game against Truro on April the 9th. So that's April the 9th, is it? We haven't yet managed to rearrange the away game against Taunton. Yeah, which is now possibly, I think, going to be a Thursday. Thursday. Um, they're going to be playing Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, more or less. Yeah. That ground is going to be playing Saturday, yeah. Tuesday, Thursday. Well, it can't even play Saturday at the moment, mm-hmm. so... It's going to be a mess. They're going to have... Well, is there a mechanism where they can forfeit home advantage in some games? I don't know. I don't know what... Come I don't know what here the, 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 the National League agreed to this ground share. Yeah. yeah. Can they go and play? We talked about it last week. Can they go I and mean, play behind closed doors I mean, what happens if we get to the end of the season weather? and they haven't been able to fit all these games in? It plays havoc with the rest yeah. of the league. They have to get the games in yeah. and there's a deadline for getting them in. Yeah. Will they actually end up having to play them on all weather pitches somewhere away from Taunton? That would be your first thought, wouldn't yeah. it? Go and find a decent all weather yeah. pitch. If necessary, no play behind closed yeah. doors and get your fixtures in. Yeah. I mean, where the nearest decent all weather pitch is to Taunton, I don't know whether Taunton School has got one. I'm trying to think of any around there. I mean, there obviously will be decent ones around there, but there's none that that I can think of immediately that are at clubs. So, yeah, so the the Taunton away fixture for us remains unfixed. I imagine the secretaries of both clubs are conversing on an almost daily basis. I bet they are, yeah. About that. We have 13 games left now, six at home and seven away. Yeah. Gary gave us one extra in the interview after the game on on Tuesday night. He said, we've still got 14 games left. And it was one of those moments when I actually thought, well, that's wrong. And when I wrote up the the interview for the the piece I put on Devon Live, it was one of those days, one of those moments when you think, do I just correct him? Yeah. But then I can't really just correct him. So I had to put... The old square bracket sick afterwards. Yeah. Um, we've got plenty. We've got plenty of games left as long as we win on Judgment Day on Saturday. There we go. <laughs> Don't build <laughs> it up any more than it needs. I was going to say, is if it needed building up uh, any more than it already is, <clears throat> with the protest, with yeah. all the players returning, with the possibility of the crowd being restless. I wonder how many wags are going to turn up with red cards. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. Perhaps that's the next stage of the protest. If the yellow cards don't work, they move on to red ones. Um, A few little bits of housekeeping, a few little notes about former players. Uh, Darren Moore's managing at Port Vale. Given a four and a half year contract. Do you think they'll No wonder he took that job. That's stability for you, isn't it? Or a big payout. We've got loads of links with Port Vale. It's good to see Darren managing. Yeah. He's such a popular guy he with is. fans and yeah. I mean, football he, clubs he, he's everywhere. Had a, he's had a couple of short-term jobs. I, went, I wonder what you're yeah. going to say then. Yes, he's not, <laughs> he's not been treated well on yeah. a couple of occasions. Yeah. Uh, but good to see him back in management. We think back to Clint Bolton and John Rudge. And well, he was like only that. out of management for, for about seven days. He'd been sacked by Huddersfield. So. He will get work, won't he, Darren? He'll get well, work. he's got he'll work get, now. I mean, I'd like, yeah. four and, I'd like guaranteed four and a half year contract, please. <laughs> Yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, Nathan Smith, of course, it was his 330th game. What, what, what one-man club Smudger. he has become after has. his little loan spell from from them to us. And he scored in their 3-2 defeat at Cheltenham last week. Thank you, Julian, for keeping an eye on all these good things stuff. for us. Uh, good player. Player of the year on the strength of 
quite a short loan spell here. Yeah. He was just absolute quality, yeah, wasn't he? he was and a really brilliant. nice lad as well. Surprised he's not moved from there and gone up higher, to be honest. But he's, he, he is, as you say, he's kind of a one-club man yeah. now, isn't he? They'll put a Did I say one-man club? You I might, might have done, done yeah. yeah. Uh, Billy Waters has gone from Wrexham to Doncaster on I loan, see. taking his karaoke skills with him. I think he was at Doncaster before. I might be wrong, but I think he might have been. Did he go to Halifax or Barrow or somewhere? Mm, I think it was before that. Maybe it was a not, long way north. Not. Stephen Wern uh, scored twice for MK Dons in a 2-1 win at Swindon. Great player. Clyde Lolos oh. scored for Crawley the, in a 2-0 win over Forest Green uh, Rovers. Nicoma, that is <laughs> Clyde Lolos. He was mysterious though, wasn't he? Because you spoke to the Argyle manager at the time. The, um, and he said... He said, I hope we're not uh, making a mistake by letting him go. Yeah. yeah. It and could come up and Argyle, come back and bite us, Ryan Lowe. Argyle were flying high in League One at the time and yeah. they thought they really had a player then in Clyde. Yeah. He came to us, he was all right, he looked kind of okay and he scored yeah. a goal and then it just wasn't working for no. him. And now he's playing back in the Football League. Good on him. And scoring goals. So good on him. Good for him. So I think we've probably taken up plenty of your time. I do. Uh, it's going to be an interesting game on Saturday. The protest will be interesting to see how many people actually do it. I might bring a blue card. <laughs> Are you going to send them all to the bin? <laughs> send them all to the sim bin. But it, if we score two goals in the first 10 minutes, does that take the steam out of the it's protest not, or does it not? A win won't, a win won't no. help those matters, I don't think. You know, I mean, obviously, uh, a performance, a good performance in front of that crowd with drive, determination, passion uh, and a win would be brilliant and they would be applauded off the pitch but yeah, the, the cars will still be hanging around. Interesting day to come. Of course, if you buy a 50-50 ticket, you could just wave that. It's yellow. There you go. Of course. So, and you'll be keeping the 50-50 guys yeah. busy as well yeah. at the same time and well, there you go. But enjoy, <coughs> enjoy the game Saturday. The, the, the problem is, the problem is, is every time um, Tust and other other voices are concerned about things. The communication from the club is terrible. It is. It's terrible. It is. Do you feel? I mean, we're going on beyond our our welcome here. But do you think the club could have nipped this in the bud? Yeah. By. I said in in, in my column this week, everyone could have just sat around a big old table and thrashed it out. Yeah. Um, but they won't do that, and that's the club won't do that. No. Um, no matter how many answers they give in a fans forum where you can't fire a question back mm. in a reaction to an answer or promises of a a fans initiative you know uh, steering group yeah um which which we haven't seen yet no um it just, wouldn't take much to no, set it up no. all the all the would-be members of the fans steering group are Easily identifiable, easily contactable, and would make themselves available. Yeah, I mean there there, there have been applications to go on it, and I, I understand there's been about forty applications. Mm. Um, maybe that's that's the kind of thing that, that the club will announce on Friday <laughs> to <laughs> try and the game. to try and take the sting out yeah. of any kind of oh look we are doing something. Watch out for something like that. Yeah, yeah. But when I mean, if you're at Playmore on Saturday and you look around and the atmosphere isn't great and the yellow cards are waving, just remember this didn't have to happen. No, it didn't have to happen. Uh, but also, also remember, 
try and drive the players on rather than make any kind of protest um, lose them confidence on the pitch it's difficult isn't it difficult balancing it's a balance let's see let's see what happens enjoy the game Saturday come and have a chat with us we're on opposite sides of the ground now so you can see Richard in Bristow's bench and you yep. can come and buttonhole me on the pop side yep. if you so wish we'll be back with don't come and talk to me I'm a grumpy old son <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more and hopefully with some points in the bag next week because of course the Truro game which should have been next Tuesday is off is off so there's another gap yep indeed Are you, I'm gonna, can I steal these Hot Wheels not steal my Hot Wheels Guy's got two Hot Wheels. He's got a Fiat and an Audi Quattro. <laughs> and with that, well, with that, <laughs> come with, on, come on, you yellows. yellows, chaos, chaos, rain. Come on, you yellows, flying high below the Wembley Archway sky today. Come on, you yellows.